Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. Tonight, we will continue our interview with the Ghost Sisters. Sit back, relax, grab yourself some snacks, and enjoy the rest of this interview. And oh yeah, by the way, try not to be too scared. <laughs> she would never ask questions because she did not want to throw out there something because she didn't know what was going to answer back because you're opening yourself up what she would do is she would just open herself up and listen to what was being told to her but she would not specifically ask questions because because if if we're talking about possible evil spirits demonic forces things like that they will. They could masquerade right. themselves as anybody sure. and let themselves in. I and that's, try that. And that's how she interprets things. That, that I'm not going to ask questions because I'm not going to. Yeah, because it, hearing her talk, she realized at an early age that the bad was just as could come through oh, just yeah. as easily, sure. and sure and there was no way no way to discern which was. Well, it's the old it's the, it's the old adage about be careful playing with a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because what you think maybe I'm talking to is. my great aunt, and in reality, that's not my great aunt. It's right. just somebody, something. Masquerading. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She stresses that heavily. Yeah, we don't mess with the Ouija boards, but it's kind of like when you do the spiritual writing, it's kind of like that. If you think about it, you're moving something's using your energy to mm-hmm. move. So when I do the spiritual writing, I'm using a pencil or mark or whatever I have and I am connecting and I'm just getting whatever energy is coming through me and I'm writing out names I get numbers and just little bits and pieces so it's not like full sentences it's more I don't let it because if I do it'll drag out forever Um, so I do 10 minutes of spiritual writing I try to keep it short a name if it's a male female or a child or you know the year how old you are you know what happened to you it could be little things like that because it can just I have a question go. when you do that it seems to me like you become the portal itself yeah, yeah. Um, are you do you have a piece of your psyche that you like stand there as a referendum so that you can cut it off when you have to or are you completely at the will of whatever's being channeled through you mm, that's a good question I Honestly, I don't really shut it down. I keep it all open because we're investigating. Like, we go in, set stuff up, and then I get right into the spiritual writing. Um, I don't shut it down. I continue until we're done investigating. And then I'm kind of just kind of saying to myself, you know, my little prayer thing. But you already know what it's going to write before... Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. A lot of times I don't even need to she let just them needs finish. The, one, the first letter. She's like, I got it. 
Yeah, because I already know what I'm getting, what I'm receiving. Because it's channeling through. Yeah, but for yeah. the viewers, because we record it live, I like for them to see, you know, a little bit of what I'm getting. So, so. you're opening a door. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're letting the floodgates come in. Yeah. And do you have the control to just shut that door whenever you want? Yes, I can. I can completely shut myself down. I mean, it's not really hard. Not for me, anyway. For someone who's new trying something like that, it could it be probably dangerous. Would, and that's so, why I. So I yeah. think what right. the message is out there, and there may be people listening out yes. there who has your abilities, mm -hmm. and probably not wise for them to just go off experimenting on their own. That they need to get in contact with somebody like you or someone who who understands this, because if they don't have the ability to shut the door mm -hmm. and they open that door up. Maybe they let bad things in and they it's like can't. like a Pandora's box. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. No. And I think kids, I mean, especially young kids, are very susceptible. And that was with Dr. Foster. When Dr. Foster was, was a kid, yeah, that's how she was. She was just letting everything in. Yeah. So, so, so let's get back to your evolution as the Ghost Sisters. So you've decided on a really cool name. Some really cool, like cool shirts with cool the hot shirts, pink on it. Hot pink. Which Don came up with. Let's go. Let's do black with hot pink. I was like, yeah, that's that awesome. It pops. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so then what? Do you guys start? Uh, because you just can't keep going to the prison. And do you guys like kind of put it out there and say, hey, if you to your friends and family and say, hey, if you guys know of a haunted I think place. Our second investigation was the train tracks in Caledonia, Ohio. Yeah. Yep. Where we've known where there was uh, a couple train accidents. Okay. That and we actually got really good stuff there. Oh yeah, we did. And all we had was our little geo phone and SB seven box and a recorder. Yep. And no. our phones and one time me and her and my other sister, another lady went around graveyards and doing stuff <laughs> and Ken. That. Well, that's kind of like fishing with dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> they started going to bigger places and that you have to kind of pay admission to get into as a group. Our first, um, okay, so our first place that we actually went to was um, the Randolph Asylum in Indiana. And that was um, Don and Chastity, me. And Don's like, I want to I bring my husband, Brian. He's a skeptic. I want to bring him. So I'm like, okay. You know, we try to get a lot of people because it, it's like five hundred. Is Brian here today? Yes. Boy, you're a sucker. I drove my husband into it too because he's. Uh, a her skeptic. husband's very skeptic. Yeah, <laughs> he's not no more, which is odd. <laughs> um, but we needed to get a lot of people. The more people we get, and the cheaper it is for us to, to go. So we ended up getting a bunch of people, and we went and we had caught some amazing EVPs. I mean, classic A. EVPs, and that's where you can actually hear them talking, and it's clear. And there was no spirit box, no intercom box, no nothing. It was they spoke right into the recorder. And you, and is it the typical EVP where you didn't hear it when it was? Yes, it was her and I in, in, in the, the one room. You didn't we hear it until afterwards, till after you yeah. went back and reviewed it. Okay. So it was that night that made him be more open to it. We had a freezer door shut, and yes. he knew nobody was down he, there. We experienced some stuff, and Brian, that's when he became more of a, hmm, there is something going on here. <laughs> so, and I knew that he was very good with um, the technical part of things, and uh, I'm like, well, let's, let's have him be our tech guy, you know? 
So it kind of just went from there, and we just started building. He doesn't look very excited still <laughs> to this Brian. day to be there. That's just Brian. <laughs> so it went from there. He got very intrigued with it. And so anyway, and, you know, I created the page on Facebook, and we just started inviting people going live. And then um, we uh, needed more people. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Meg came along back in, when was it, like April or May? Back in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually were looking for more females. And now see, my sister was part of the team. Yeah. yeah, we actually did have her sister at one time with us. But sadly, she had to step out. So Yes. So then we started looking for more females, and then um, we ended up finding Meg. So she was just a fill-in. Yeah. And then, you know, she started really you know, putting herself out there, coming to all of our uh, meetings and going on the investigations. She was always down. So then we decided we'd, we'd make her full. So. Did you have to go through an initiation phase? <laughs> well, yeah, she I mean, went in head first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell my, about your experience. My first um, investigation was at the old, what was it, Blackford County Jail? Blackford County, yeah. yeah. Very first investigation. Indiana. I'm like, I'm going to be so brave. I'm going to do this. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> but um, I had a, a guy follow a I don't know. I think he was the prison or the sheriff. Or the sheriff. The warden or something like I think that? he was the sheriff. Sheriff. I think he was following me the whole night because we had just started. Because you look very suspicious. And since yes, he was in law enforcement. Indeed. And he was like, who's this chick coming in? I don't like her. <laughs> um, but very first thing, we started the, um, what, was it, what was your app that you used on your phone? Spiritus. Spiritus. Something said Meg right away. And I was like, like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> is that some of the, the app that uh, I don't know Mark was using? The, no, the, the, the Screaming Mimi Bridge. The screaming Mimi Bridge. I don't know. Well, I, guess, so. I don't completely 100% trust them. But being a fir- like my first time ever, and I'm like, this thing just said my name. That's got freaky. Yeah. yeah, it was freaky. And I got so, like, my teeth were chattering cold. Like, I, and this place had heat. And I'm like, and I felt like someone was hugging me. And throughout the night, I could smell body odor following me until I got upstairs in the attic with you. Oh, I didn't like that attic. What do we automatically, what do I make think of Jerry? Jerry. Jerry. Oh, not me. He was <laughs> mad they turned down his, his uh, application to join the <laughs> Well, he, the ghost he, he basically what he's <laughs> figuring out parts. is all descriptions of Bigfoot. He says that he can do a smelly, mean so tuck. He's trying to <laughs> he can get, he can pass them. Oh, gosh. Oh, I so have let me a fondness for drag so. <laughs> So let me ask you this. So, so now you've branched out and you're hitting these, you know, what would be famous, n- notoriously oh, yeah. famous We're hitting all hot the spots, spots around Ohio. So let's talk about Crawford County because, yeah, you know, I mean, that's yeah. how, we, that's how I became aware of you guys. And so, the so like, <laughs> yeah. So like, when did you guys start going and, and helping people who, I mean, yeah, private people's homes. Yeah. Because obviously, there's a big difference between going to a prison or an asylum and doing a ghost hunt versus, hey, this person is struggling with this, and maybe we could come in and we can use our talents to help them. So out. when did when did you guys kind of transition into that, and well, how many? It was like immediately. I think we were going to houses that we knew first. It's like, okay, let's go see if you have any activity going on her house. We've hit a couple times. Yeah, yeah, we had some stuff going on in my house. Yeah. So you guys are just kind of like practicing. On your own house. Yeah. I've never done my house. My neighbor's house. house. Um, <laughs> actually, we went to my, my neighbor's house and investigated um, his place. I did a couple times, and she went with me one time. And the one night, the armors shook. But that's when it all started. Yeah. People started seeing that we were going to houses, and 
we started getting messages, hey, I have this going on, um, could you know be interested in coming and checking it out? So I think it's been about a year now, right? Year and a half, something Maybe a year like and that. Half. We did the Marion. We did the Mar the movie theater in Marion. We did the courthouse in Marion. We've done a lot of places. In we got Marion. some good stuff at our courthouse. Yeah, we did that twice. But um, again, with the houses and stuff, um, we we've been getting hit a lot with with people wanting us to come and investigate. They think they got something evil. We're able Which to go debunk it. Ever you know. Um, so, so how so. Just give me a ballpark. How many how many private residences have you gone at the bequest of somebody else to? Uh, 30. 30? Yeah. Okay, so how many of those 30 then did you walk out going, there's absolutely nothing here or there is something or, I mean, what's well, the percentage? We've always caught stuff. I, I would say yeah. there was a couple. There was one in Marion that I went to that was like, oh, man, you guys, this is nothing. They're like, it was, I'll, we'll talk about it off oh. the air. We, like there's nothing here. We've, uh, most of the time, we're able to get at least an EVP or, you know, stuff going on with our equipment. Um, and then we're able to debunk things. But and that brings up an important point. And if this is a delicate topic, mm -hmm. but there are people who suffer from mental health. Mm -hmm. And they have different psychoses where they hear voices and they see things. Or even people who have Parkinson's disease Absolutely. will see images Absolutely. and stuff like that. How do you differentiate between someone who may be suffering from a mental health situation versus someone who's really experiencing a paranormal event? We think it's just using the evidence yeah. that you collect. Well, we um, before we actually take on a case, we will set something up, what we call a sweep. We'll go, we'll talk to the people, see what's going on, and I'll bring a like I'll bring my SLS camera, I'll bring the geo phone and the rim pod recorder, and we will do a sweep of the home just to see if we can get anything, see what's going on. And then we talk about it and decide if we're going to take on the case. That's gotcha. how we do it. Now, there was a house here in Bucyrus. We went and did the sweep, and we actually came up with answers before yeah. we even, we didn't even investigate it because we had answers during the sweep. Like what sort of answers? <laughs> the, like the you debunked the like previous you debunked owners the previous yeah. owners she was a Christian he was an atheist and it was his mother and son and cro her crosses were being flipped and stuff so we okay yeah we're gonna come check this out we'll help you out so is the son doing it deceased son yeah Oh, the deceased son. That's the part you left out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yes. it was the and, and the mother and the mother had passed away also. And this so was there was a still like a raging war. Now I gotta be honest, that takes other. us down an entirely different rabbit hole probably for a different day, mm -hmm. is that if you had someone who in their life was an atheist and now they've they passed away and now they are Faced with the they're faith, reality, but they're, well, but they're but they're manipulating Christian symbols. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, he was doing all kinds of stuff. He was taking um, scissors and moving them all over the house, and he messing with. We them. actually got something on the intercom box that said "Get out." Oh yeah. So did you get out? No, that was with the recorder. Just well, the recorder. We had, no, we had this the intercom box going in that center room. Mm -hmm. I always ask the technician in the back is nine. Do you want to chime in on this? Mm -hmm. That's actually the truth. We were standing in the little foyer, and we actually heard it with our ears, get out. So I turned around and said, did you hear that? Because I'm booking. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm taking the advice. I'm with you. I'm out. And she ended up hearing it too. And then we played back the recorder, and it was on the recorder too. Get out. So do you ever get this sense, like when you go into a situation like that, where there's something there that's hostile that wants you out, that you could they could physically harm you? You've been scratched. I mean, think I've been this scratched. Way. I mean, think about it this way: What makes our hearts pump blood? Electricity. Yeah. That's why when you go in and you have an EKG, you know, people hear, well, I had an EKG down in my heart. That is an electric cardiogram or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. All it's doing is measuring the electrical <laughs> impulses of your heart. So if there is this energy that it does not want you there, I would be fearful. And this is what kind of scares me is that just to even be in touch with that could screw up the electrical circuitry of my body, stop my heart, and kill me. Maybe not instantly. All right, well, let's go then on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I guess I'm throwing out there. That makes that, sense. They say a lot of people who have um, those heart monitors in. Pacemakers. Yeah, the pacemakers, they have experiences, and they have stopped. Their pacemakers have. So that And that sense. doesn't concern you guys at all. See, these, this is the checklist. <laughs> <laughs> I try scare not them to. Out. I mean, look, the, so they live off your fears. Gosh, so we have never thought of any of this. The more fear we have going go back in, to crocheting and more activity, actually. So, no, so my checklist of, of, of doing something like this is, Jerry, Jason, you got your stuff packed. Tell me how it went. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how it went. Because these are the things that, is, I mean, I, I like to think I'm a bit of a cerebral person. And I say to myself, you know, what's all everything that could go wrong here? You know, what, what could go wrong? Cerebral person is just a masking scaredy cat. Okay. Well, I, at least I admit I'm too scared to go. Well, um, I will say um, one of our really good experiences we had was at the school we just um, investigated. What was that school? Mid- Middle Point. Middle Point School. Um, what part of Ohio was that? Do you Middle Point. Is that north one? Oh, north. More, more north? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, so. I saw my first black figure. I've never, with my own eyes, actually seen it. And it's like, oh, my gosh, did I just see So this? what's the story behind this Middle Point school? Is it like a place where everybody can go investigate? Or yeah, yeah they okay. do private investigate. We, we set it up, a private investigation. And, um. So when we first arrived there and we get in, um, like right away, I was affected. Like the whole time I was in there, I couldn't barely breathe. And when I went live to do our walkthrough with the interview, everyone's like, why is she breathing like that? And I'm like, I couldn't catch my breath throughout the whole school. You can just hear me. I'm like, and you know, I'm in good shape. I'm, I'm a, I work out, you know, there was no reason for me just barely walking through this whole place. I'm so short of breath. And the whole time, you could just feel, I could just feel there was a lot of energy in that place. So when I ended up doing the spiritual writing, which he had um, the um, Jacob's Brian. Ladder going, Brian, our tech guy, had the Jacob's Ladder. That and for our listeners, what is the Jacob's Ladder? <laughs> Go on, tell them, Brian. It's a, it's a box that conducts, it's got a positive and a negative. Okay, like a battery. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's got two copper, I made two copper wires that come off of the positive and the negative. Bring them around, I bend them up, and what it does is it shoots a current. And it just arcs back and forth all the way up, and it just keeps exploding into the air. It creates just keeps the energy. energy. Like now, is this, is this your brainchild? It's what I built. But, but we, we first seen this when we went to the um, 
that one the jail. Blackford County Jail. The Blackford County Jail. The guy had one going, and we were like, what oh, is that? And he's like, oh, oh this is the Jacob's like, Ladder. And he had all these electricity things going, and he was building up the energy. So he was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build this one day. And he did. I see why you brought him on as the tech guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's created a combustible device that could maybe burn the whole place. This is how, <laughs> that's kind of well, like the main thing of Ghostbusters. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> They're going to come in. You're gonna, you don't have a permit for this, trust me. We're water pack. Well, he sets it upstairs into the, um, an area called the dark room. And he's got all this going, and it's been up there probably running for about 30 minutes. And... I decided to go up there and do the spiritual writing in a room right by there, the library. And so I get up there, my niece is recording me, and I had so much coming through me, I, I don't even know how many spirits came through, but the first one that came through, this, this little girl, she tried to warn me, she said, stop. I'm like, okay, I've never had spirits say stop, so, but I didn't, I thought she was just didn't want to communicate with me. But I kept going and going. Well, as soon as I was done, I go downstairs and I kept feeling this overwhelmingness. I can't even describe it to you guys. It was I've never had this happen. I mean, I've had spirit make me cry when I'm doing readings, but not during the spiritual writing. I get downstairs and I get into the area where we had our um, camera set up. Um, and I just start crying and, and just saying, talking about the children being in this fire. And I am hysterically crying. They're like, get her out of here. And they had to walk me out of the school. And I get out there, and he's coming out there. He's like, what's going on? And I, I said, I don't know. I couldn't stop crying. I was so embarrassed. I've never had that happen. The guy who was there giving us the tour said he's had that happen to him there. So he's like, you know, don't don't be you know ashamed of this. This happens. several mediums, a lot of mediums, it. females. So have had so it is that the backstory about the school that there was a fire and some children uh, perished? Or I got else? names. Um, he said I was right on the names that came through. He said she's right. I guess this town had a lot of murders. Yes, the and land, the, the land around it is where they have found some bodies. Isn't that what Mike was telling us? There was well, a lot of supposedly on the schoolyard there is a body that is buried that they cannot find. So it, the whole place is just haunted in, in the school. And you guys room. chose to go there. Yes, we paid to go there. Yeah, <laughs> I was not there, but we that were there. And so we're outside, and um, I look up into this area, a window on the second level, and I seen this black figure. And it looked like it could have been a child. It was like it wasn't that tall, so I'm assuming it was a child. It was black, and I only seen it for like two or three seconds. It freaked me out. And and I have and I have seen I have this so it was like twice I've I've seen this this dark dark figure and the sense that I get from it is that and it's interesting and my perspective is and my dad was the seventh son of a seventh son and he was in tune to all kinds of stuff and I believe that I've inherited some of that obviously not not the the full gamut that he had but. I have on two occasions seen this dark mass figure. And the first time I saw it, I was it was late. I was going into my office and it was sitting perched on top of the building, like crouched down. Like and, a like gargoyle? almost like a gargoyle, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the weird thing about I've it was is that. that it sensed that I saw it and it bristled. Like 
like it bristled like it could not believe that I saw it mm-hmm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like these things creep around all the time and very very few people ever see them and it was it was surprised that I saw it well I and yeah I saw it so I jumped right back in my car didn't go my house I took off that was the the first time I saw it and the second time I saw it was um, in a totally different totally different location and sort of the same experience is that it realized I saw it and it it withdrew like it bristled like it was like oh like I can't believe that someone actually saw me mm-hmm. and um, so I was getting my hair cut in Upper Sandusky and this stylist is doing this lady's hair next to me and she's telling this lady she's, she's telling about this dark figure that, that she saw and it and sort of the same thing that it mm-hmm. withdrew and I said hey I'm not eavesdropping but I am <laughs> but by the way I've seen the exact same thing wow and but the thing is she saw it in her house mm-hmm. I'm like well thank god I didn't see it in my house did, did that you get really that feeling then when you saw it that you weren't supposed to see it or was surprised that you saw it or um Nah, it just startled me. <laughs> she felt like it was rushing her out the door. Yeah, uh, I was, I mean, they were on my back for like 10 minutes. I couldn't get them, get all these energies off of me. They were just on me. Um, but that night when we went back in, we ended up saying a prayer. And we still got good evidence, but I do wonder if we would have got even more if we wouldn't have said the if prayer. If you wouldn't have tried to cloak yourself in some sort mm-hmm. of... But so, the black shadow she had, oh, that she yeah. had on her, we actually caught on our camera. Yes. Um, so it kind of validated it. The researcher, we have our um, researcher, and um, he went with us, and we were up in the dark room. We weren't getting no activity with none of our equipment. And I'm like, huh. And we had the uh, Jacob's ladder running, too. I'm like, man, I'm like, well, let's just go. We're not getting anything. So... But when we were sitting on the couch, he, we did feel this cold breeze come between us, but that was the only thing. I said, well, let's just go. Nothing's setting off the equipment. Let's just go. We grab everything. We go to walk out, and I'm walking behind him. And I said, I do not like the feeling I'm getting right now. feels like something's like right up on me. And at that time, she's calling me on the radio, Mandy, Mandy, get down here. Where are you at? You know, I'm like, we're coming down to you right now. And they had seen this black figure follow us. As soon as we walked out of the room, and we caught it on camera, it's pretty neat. And you can see it. You see this, it, what it looked it look like. It looks a, like it comes up through it's just the like floor. A, a black circle. Follows well, back behind him. You can see the outlining of it. It's weird. It, it was really creepy. So that just validated I was feeling this thing up on me at the same time. You know. So it sounds like to me, you guys have had wild success at actually yeah. capturing things on film and but then you watch some of these shows on tv and they don't capture anything and, and i wonder if it's because tv shows are so produced Correct. and they're so it's like trying to force you know force an experience versus what you guys are doing is you're just going in let opening yourself up yeah. and let it happen and we go yeah. live too so and there are sometimes you don't get anything so it's not every yeah. single place yeah. you go. You know? So 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 what is the most haunted place that you've been to in Marion? Or in Marion County? The old jail, wasn't it? That yeah. old jail was pretty freaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that old jail, oh my God. <clears throat> now is the jail Door slamming is the, and is the jail someplace you can just go into or you gotta No. 
the, the basement was a hair salon. We were the second team in we there. Were the second. And then the third floor, it's like a hospice office. Okay. So we were only like limited to a couple areas. But that was like the one place we got our most EVPs. We have a lot of good um, footage off the camera. Yeah. Now, is that some place that people have experienced stuff? And yes. The, the lady who owns the hair salon, um, she said stuff was going on, being moved, and just all kinds of weird things were going on. We had a door slammed. The door, I actually see, now, I will Scared say. Scared us. I mean, oh, my God. I've seen <laughs> orbs only a couple <clears throat> times. I believe it's an orb anyway. Um, we were sitting in that hair salon talking about, you know, what we're getting ready to do. It was actually the first place I'd done my spiritual writing. I'm like, I'm going to do it right here in this hair salon. Um, the guys were setting up the cameras, and there's this big door right there outside of um, her salon. And now this is a heavy door that is, it catches. So you actually have to push it shut. It's not going to be a door that's just going to shut on its own. Um, so we're sitting there talking, and all of a sudden, I see this weird light just shoot right out the door. And it was literally seconds after that, that door slammed. And we're like, what the hell was that? We all, man. <laughs> that lady said the whole time she's been there in like seven years, that door has never done that before. But it did. It slammed shut. Scared we us. have a video of anomaly showers. Yes. Um, where the cells were. Mm-hmm. Anomaly showers. We call it it looks like it's raining, <laughs> but it's like like, like or like anomalies just falling. Just, just it looks sparkles. Okay. And Not I mean, dust, but like sparkles. And dust, when you you know when you stir up the dust, you can tell the difference on the camera, and the dust kind of goes in you know all different directions. Or, and this was just it was falling from the ceiling, and everybody is accounted for on the camera, so nobody's hit the ceiling, nobody has created anything to fall. Mm-hmm. And he was Brian was feeling goosebumps, like his hair was standing up. So Mandy had the the temperature gauge, mm-hmm. and there was a ten degree difference on one side to the other. On Brian, and just as she was doing that, you just see it's just coming the showers. It looks looks like a shower. Looks like it's raining. It's pretty. It, it was the old jail. That's not. So what about Crawford? That's County? where I got scratched too. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, see, that's back to my whole thing. Is that I mean, if something is trying to look, there's a difference between someone who's trying to communicate to you versus something that's trying to cause you physical harm, mm-hmm. and that's why Grover and I have elected to. Have these three the <laughs> yeah. because you are, you're like the Bosley of the Charlie's exactly. <laughs> yeah, because if anybody's gonna have physical harm and uh, Jason put to is them, the fair faucet, of right? Harm. I can tell. <laughs> I've got a poster of him in my bed at home, <laughs> <laughs> and a red swim in the red, yeah. <laughs> and a sort of a burnt white swimsuit. <laughs> so, how many? Um, let's um, since we're in Bucyrus, let's uh, tell them our first place we actually went to. I think it was that lady's house at the atheist yes. question. Yeah, that was. And you don't have to give us obviously any names of the right. people they probably wouldn't appreciate. But you can give me the you can give me the addresses afterwards. And I will definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we and, did, um, <clears throat> the slot. No, it's the um, crazy box. Crazy, crazy box. box. Right? That was our second place. If y'all can get in there, get, get in there. Yes. Yes. You guys weren't That's just hanging out at the Crazy Fox and said, oh, this is a crazy place. <laughs> and let's have some spirits. Well, yeah. They Especially actually was the a picture going around. There was a, um, a picture of a ghost boy they had captured there. Someone mm. took a picture and they captured it. They were remodeling it. The, uh, one of the apartments upstairs. And then someone we work with is like, hey, you guys might want to look into, you know, investigating Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. You went upstairs to the Weaver? Oh, we were, 
Yeah. We were in the all hallways. Room. We yeah. were in the hallways. We were in one there. room, though, and you and I were talking, and oh. something on the EVP was like, can you be quiet? <laughs> yes, we, we got an EVP. <laughs> so will you be quiet? Like, I don't talk that much, and when I do, I get reprimanded by an, an entity. That's really cool. <laughs> so the entity told you to be quiet. Yeah, I was like, can you be quiet? But we've been there um, three times now to that place. To the and crazy fog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time we went... They still had the bar going, so lesson learned. Um, it was loud during our investigation, so we set it up to come another time when the bar was after the bar closed, and we we got to investigate all over. So, so. Did, you, did you go down in the basement where oh, yeah. Al Capone yeah. had the mm-hmm. tunnels? I done spiritual writing where Al Capone had uh, actually sat, and if you watch the um, the spiritual writing uh, video, you will see my face is changing. I don't. It was so weird, and everyone's like, "Why is her face changing?" My like face the video on her face was just, just going in and out like of It was freaky. Yeah, I've had that happen more than once. It could just be the phone. Or, you know. So, any other uh, personal residences in the Crawford yes. County area that you've? So, so the atheist Christian. So that yes. was somebody that was renting the house. Yes. And asked you to come. And she check knew it. some of the history on it, but as soon as we got there. We were having experiences in there doing just the sweep with a couple pieces of equipment. Okay, so I think maybe I misunderstood that story. The son was an atheist, the mother was a Christian, but neither one of them were. The, they were the mother was no lives. longer there. Mother they was, were both. Oh, okay. They were both. Okay. The mother, it was like the mother was still there, and he was like, yeah. hey, look, right. Mom, take no. this. The but it's like yes. they lived in their, the basement. Yeah, they continued okay. their religious war after death. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you more of the story after we're off air, though. Okay. okay. Um, so any other personal residences in Crawford yes. County? Yes. Um, well, uh, we work with one, so we, we won't put their name out there. <laughs> Um, she, um, her, her children had experiences in the house growing, you know, growing up there. She's like, well, if you got, if you girls want, you can come and investigate my house. And I'm like, okay, you know, we found out how old the house was. And I was like, oh yeah, this would be awesome. So we ended up going and, um, no one's ever investigated the place. And we actually got some interesting, you know, things. Um, another place, well, we were going to do the one where you guys had actually, how you found out about this. Cause we, it, we weren't expecting it to. We did not like know that. this was going to happen. Um, it turns out the lady's house that we investigated, her daughter had is renting a house that is really haunted because I know I've been there and I had actually seen something in that kitchen. It was a like a ball of light just shoot right towards the kitchen cabinets. Freaked us all out. They didn't see it, but I did. Um, so that's why we posted the picture of this house because she wanted us to come back and investigate. They had a lot of stuff going on. Um, I would love to be able to get them in Tim yes. and Sharma's old house. She had so much going on in this house, and, and I'm like, do I have permission to post this picture? She's like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she found out what year the house was built, you know, and I post this picture. Well, we didn't know it was going to blow up like it did. It turned out a lot of people had lived there and had experiences. So it went crazy and and you know that's when you contacted me so how did you find out about us someone uh, somebody tagged, tagged me in, in, the, in the post and said hey to check to yeah. check you guys out and then and see that's the whole when we started this podcast that was the purpose behind our podcast you know from the shadows is that so many people experience things whether it's a paranormal event or it's a crypto event, like a, a Bigfoot. Mine, when I was a teenager, was a, was a dog man situation. Oh, 
oh yeah, you have to listen to the story. <laughs> Pretty terrifying, actually. But but there's so many people that that don't know that mm-hmm. there's other like-minded or like-interested people out there. So we are trying mm-hmm. to create a form for which people to connect some synergy. Networking. So the networking. Well, it's, it's, it's what yeah. you found out about posting that picture is all those people <laughs> that live there would have no connection to one another over the years. Right. And then they had all these experiments. Man, they had an experience where we well, did. Well, it's like that house that we went and investigated um, a couple of weeks ago, there's a guy said he lived there two months and there's nothing there. But we found we got stuff when we was there. Our, re- our researcher, he got felt like a chest. What was he having? He was having some kind of shoulder. Like he felt like a stabbing in his uh, right here by his shoulder, and it was affecting him. He had to get out of that basement. And so what? And so then, and I was telling the judge what I found extremely odd was is it. Is I think you and I were actually talking about you guys coming on when the mm-hmm. owner of the house called you. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and he and he, I mean, if you want to just put it nicely, what he said. Uh, yeah, he uh, threatened uh, take the picture down, um, or he's going to sue. Practically, he can't yeah. sue because he's renting a place. And when you're renting a place, I mean, you're I don't know. I could weigh in on the legal on this. I'm not a lawyer, but I know that much. He <laughs> said, I do not want them devil worshippers bringing that into this house or something like that. And I was like, really blown away by it. Which strikes us you as know. funny is, is if, because you made it sound like he didn't believe in. Yeah, in, he was Christian. He didn't believe in it. Yeah. Which. But if you believe in, in the Christian, you have to believe in the bad. This exactly. is like we keep coming right. back to He, this. for some reason, I mean, he stormed over there to them because he lives like a few houses down, mm-hmm. and he said, this is absolutely not going to happen. So it begs the so question, what does he hide? See, that's what we all I'm wondered. speculating this. Now, this is just my speculation, but I'm wondering if something had happened previously, and maybe he had somebody come in, bless the house, or what... They um, can find. There was another paranormal group that had actually yeah. been, and to I that actually house. talked to the guy that did that investigation. Yeah. What did they find? Um, he said there was a lot of. Um, there was an old lady in the kitchen, which they they had silverware moving, pots and pans moving. They had a toothbrush go flying off um, the sink into the tub. I mean, she was really scared. The the lady and she's got small children. Yeah, she was really scared. Now, see, like some people. Landlords would be worried that if if word got out this place was haunted, no one's going to rent it. But it's the exact opposite. Right. You put on Airbnb, yeah, yeah. they want to rent that for three hundred bucks a weekend, and people will come from all over. Uh-huh. You know he right? doesn't realize he's setting on a gold mine. It will have the negative connotations about right. stuff when it's really well. There was a comment on that post: "Is this house for sale?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, we had. Why um, there's people like you that want to jump two feet into this stuff? I mean, I love Is hearing that about be a perfect house for you. But I don't actually do so, so, uh, so, you were talking to us a little bit before we went on the air about you guys were just somewhere else here in Bucyrus, and the late and a neighbor came out screaming at you. Yes, um, yes. it was actually a, it's an empty house. Um, go ahead, and you guys want to tell it. You realize there's a lot of people on meth here. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're from Marion. We know all about that. <laughs> Well, yeah, because the judge judge is trying to send the people from Crawford County to Marion County. I was doing the spiritual writing inside the house, and these guys, um, we were waiting on them to arrive. So I went ahead and started. 
we I hadn't even been into it a minute and we had to stop because I heard all this commotion outside and it was these guys arriving. It was Brian and I went out or we were getting our stuff, you know, on our shoulders, getting ready to pull out, you know, lock the doors, go walk up. And this woman crossed the street and you guys are conjuring the devil. And okay, so so what I'm envisioning is 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 you guys are rolling up in the ghost the Ecto one. <laughs> what? How does somebody we cross the street? How does somebody? Because um, well, I post. Because like, they were blaring the music, Ghostbusters. Well, we, somebody was jamming the music, trying to interrupt our investigation. But well, what we us. do, we like to post pictures of the place we're going to investigate, and people seen that, and gotcha. it must have got to the lady across the street, and it just went from there. So they she was going to come. I walked outside. Well, in defense of them, and I don't know these people, and I don't know their what they know, what they don't know. We probably absolutely but, do know these people, but but, <laughs> but but I have been told. Okay. I have been told by someone who's a Bible scholar that the that the that the Bible there's parts of the Bible that warns against. Hey, don't do this. Correct. Don't do this, and and I think that it was, and I'm gonna totally, I might screw this up. So if anybody's listening out there. Go ahead and tag us and tell me how I messed this up. But I think it's Paul or somebody had tried to speak to someone who had, who had been dead, and he was warned, look, you don't do that. You know, the, the dead is the dead and the living is the living. You just don't do that. So there are probably people out there who, who are yeah. fundamentalists mm-hmm. um, who would say, hey, listen, don't do this. This is really not what you're supposed to do. But then there's people out there who know nothing about the Bible who are just, ah, you guys are a bunch mm-hmm. of devil worshipers. Mm-hmm. And, and, and being respectful to those that uh, are really strict constructionists in terms of, maybe of the Bible, like, hey, you really shouldn't be doing this. Um, so did you, Maybe I'm putting you on the spot, but how do you, how do you answer those people if you get confronted it says, listen, the Bible says you should not be out here doing this. We tell them that they're, uh, they're, they're allowed to open their own opinions. Everybody has their own opinion. My father was very um, religious. Oh, yeah. Lord. He did not like us girls going and talking to any um, psychics or anything. He'd be like, oh, those are, you know, he would say things like, oh, they're never worshipers. And, you know. and then when he passed, we have a friend who's um, a psychic medium. And, um, we'd go see her. Well, my father came through to her. And he was in shock that and she could see yeah. him. <laughs> he was very, and the things that she said, what he said, there was no way she knew that my father would say this because it was something he always said to us girls. So, And he was shocked. She said he could not believe she could see him. Yeah, so, and now he comes through to her all the time if we go see. Did he so, concede then and say, okay, you guys are right? He would say things to her that no one, like I said, no one would He was say. a big Christian. He, he could speak in tongues. And our dad, <clears throat> and I'll tell you right now, this is how we know there's definitely a God out there because our father would never, ever, he used to Step sell drugs. He's been in and out of prison. He would never tell us he loved us, tell us pray or do none of that. He went to prison for seven years, and he, and he came, back, came out of that a Christian. And, and um, he it. said he that he would never, it. it changed his life. He said he would never take that back. And that's when he started watching the Bible, preaching to us. You better Always. get right with God. You're going to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so so me, that so shows us. This. This is and, real. And this is, I think this is a burning question. At least it is for me. And, I, and other people I've talked, this is a burning question. If you're able to communicate with someone who you say is passed over. Okay, when I say passed over, that means they're not, say, haunting mm-hmm. This particular spot. You ever ask them, is there a heaven? Is there a hell? We never have. 
I mean, that's the burning question that, that I would I've be scared of. I've watched Teresa Caputo's show where a guy told her, no, a I mean, guy came through and told her, yeah, and told somebody yeah. that she was given a reading that heaven is real. He didn't believe it, that heaven is real. Well, we actually caught an interesting um, EVP <laughs> at the um, Rhodes Hotel, and this is a, what we've called classic A. And actually, okay, so the story behind the Rhodes Hotel in Indiana there was um, a priest that had hung himself in the attic. And, you know, back in the day, they would never hang themselves in, in their home so their loved ones wouldn't find them. They would go to hotels and do it. Well, we were up there talking, and um, I had <clears throat> my um, intercom box going in the recorder. Well, the interesting thing was that came over, <laughs> plain as day, Jesus is light is what we caught. Didn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard this man, and it sounded like he didn't even come to the intercom box. It sounded like he came over the intercom. Over it. Yeah. You know, we know the difference when something's coming through the intercom box. You could hear it. It was loud and clear, and he said, Jesus is light. And that was really interesting. It was neat, yeah. but the questions were never asked there. No. You know, yes. specifically no. saying, no. listen, is there a... Heaven, no, we didn't even there say there that. We were um, um, trying to get him to interact more with us, so Chastity would read Bible verses, you know, and you know we ended up getting capturing that. So yeah, that was Meg's idea. Idea. Read the, read some Bibles. Did I say that? I don't know. I was thinking. Own it. <laughs> we Own actually. It, it must have been the priest comment through me because I would never tell you so, to read a Bible. <laughs> speaking of, um, you tell me the Google apparitions. We actually yeah, Google verses might have caught one. Okay, we still don't know yet. You want to go ahead and tell? <laughs> Just, it's, it's there. They argue it isn't. I argue it is. Are you talking about the big old? Yeah, no, no, no. We're talking about well, the Tell us now hotel. you guys are beat around the Yeah, exactly. Okay, Rhodes Hotel. It's based on a brothel, right? Used to be a brothel. Used to be a brothel house in Indiana. Well, the guy who lives there and owns it gave us a tour and told us, you know, he didn't really have much to say on um, things that were going on, but he did say there was a lamp that would just turn on for no reason. He'd come home and it'd be on and he had it off. And they had their own cameras too, so he was seeing it on his camera. Um, So um, our tech guy, Brian, thought it'd be a good idea to set a camera up in this area where that was going on. Well, later on throughout the night, he decided that he was going to go around to this, uh, what was it, like a bench on the side? There was a bench, and then there was a seat in front of the bench. Well, the camera shows me perfectly. You can see my silhouette, you can see my hat, you can see my shoes, you can see all my clothes. I'm perfect. And I walk around and I sit down in that chair. They were all upstairs investigating. No, Mandy was in the safe room. I was in the front sitting yeah. room on the other side of. But sometimes I'll go do that if I'm away from them. I still, I'm still not seen. But I'll go sit by myself to see if I can pick up anything, and then I can tell the girls, "Hey, you really need to go sit over here for a while and see what happens." But I was sitting there, and I hadn't moved. All of a sudden, you'll see a shadow walk around. From the front now that shows me walking around the back and I sit down and a shadow walks around from the front side and comes towards my chair and then disappears. What's curious about this Looks whole headless. thing is that this was Kevin, tech guy, his first investigation and he's a hardcore skeptic. Hardcore. 
You cannot get this guy to believe anything. Tell him the sky is blue and he'll fight you till the end. <laughs> so he's watching the video or the screen and he goes, uh, who's in there? And I was like, nobody. He's like, nope, someone's in there. And so I was walking back to see who was back there. And Brian scares the crap out of me because he's like tucked away in this corner. And I was like, were you just there? He's like, no, I wasn't there. So even hardcore skeptic Kevin's like, I can't explain it, but... I also want to say a lot of people trying to debunk it. Saying yeah. there was a wall right there, so I believe it couldn't have been him. He would have had to yeah. come back this way and been seen okay. again, because there was a wall right there where the bench was. He couldn't have. He'd had to climb over the the, the wall there to go around. And you're, so and that's you're sitting the in the room thing. and does, don't I'm know sh- anything. So I can't see it. No, no. I'm sitting in the room and I can't see it, and they see it off the camera. It's I'm actually still We've had a couple there. other investigators looking at it, trying to debunk it, saying it's not what it is, but we know that's what it is. I uh, feel that it is. Some of our team members. I don't, I don't believe it's that. I, I, I believe it's either a delay in a camera at Brian Which it could be. or. But I don't see how it would. Like, eh. So we've been up and down with I it now. <laughs> Which well, I think a great idea would be to post yeah. it. We did. We did on our <laughs> medium and let our viewers yes. do a vote. What are they? We did. We've, oh, we've tried debunking that. So and even my couch well, owns but the place was helping us try to debunk it. We also had bigger people who's been out in the field for twenty years looking at that video, and I won't say his name, but he's on TV. And you he can go was. Ahead and say my name. <laughs> and he was scratching his head when the guy who owns the Rhodes Hotel had said, hey, because he's hanging out with that guy. And he's like, hey, I got something to show you. He showed it to him, and even he was scratching his head like, hmm. Yeah, because nobody in there caught that but us. We're the first ones that caught, caught that. They've animal. never, no one's ever witnessed it or caught or, you anything know. like that. We're the first ones. And but a lot of still things you get and within the paranormal community, and you all might know this, is that you have a lot of... Um, not backstabbing, but just like, well, they didn't catch that. We, you know, right. just, mm-hmm. that's we're, kind we're of big what we're on here. Unity. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And just be, mm-hmm. you know, classy and civil to everybody. But we've had some backlash about. Well, we also about take that. a lot of time to try and debunk uh, this. Oh, we tried. Even, even with the owner, he he went out there and tried to help us debunk it, and he even couldn't. Yeah. Debunk. We tried He's pretty big for an hour terrible. trying to debunk this. Yeah, he was between the owner, too. me, yeah. and Kevin. If we get something big like that, and and going back to the school where we caught the dark. Um, shadow, they tried to debunk it too. So we uh, we will immediately try to debunk something big like that, even a door slamming or you know, an apparition or shadow figure. We try to immediately debunk it. And if we can't, you know, and we don't try to post stuff. To we don't want to say it. everything we do is paranormal. You can't say everything's paranormal. So that's why, you know, it's a good thing that she's really kind of skeptical so and she'll really try to debunk things. So for our listeners out there, if they want. If they wanted you to come to their home, do a reading, check it out, how would they get a hold of you? Facebook. Message us on Facebook. We're also on um, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And Snapchat. So all of our (laughs) listeners out there, if you want to be visited by the Ghost Sisters, reach out to them. If any of you want to be reached out from Jerry... So, so now, so, so we want to give our listeners then something we were talking about. You guys are going to branch out a little bit beyond the paranormal, so to speak. And what are you, what are you guys going to start going out and investigating? 
we are going to still do paranormal, but we are going to be um, doing like legends and myths, you know. <laughs> Folklore. Yes. The cryptozoology yeah. type. Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. yes. Now um, you're into our wheelhouse. Yes. <laughs> Bigfoot, you know. Um, as it turns out, our um, tech guy here has actually had an experience, and he's really into the Bigfoot. So too. tell us about your experience. Yeah, let's hear this. I guess it was back in 1983. We was traveling down an old back road. Doing stuff probably wasn't supposed to be doing. Uh, but, you know. Now, were, were, were you here in Ohio? We were. You want to you want to narrow it down to where? Uh, right outside of Prospect. Oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> there's a graveyard. In fact, I'll just go ahead. There's a graveyard that sits on Prospect Upper Sandusky Road. Okay. The statute of limitations has probably run on whatever crime you committed. So you're <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> we, we never really got in trouble. Trouble. We just. You mean you never got caught? That was usually, law enforcement. <laughs> it was never with the drugs or anything. It was usually with alcohol. We were just yeah. driving the back road, you know, doing things we weren't supposed to be doing. It's only misdemeanor. And his dad so, was patrolling the streets at the time. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so, so like tell us about one. the story. Tell us about the story. Well, we were coming north on Prospect after Sandusky Road. Now, granted, the road, it was dark. But about 200 yards in front of us, uh, I had my brother with me and another buddy, which was Dan Jackson. And we saw something crouched in the road. So I stopped. What the heck is that? So we started pulling closer to it, and it stood up. I said, okay. Now, I ain't never told nobody this except for a handful of people. Which is actually very commonplace. Yeah, I mean, this, and I still don't know if I believe what I saw then, now. So describe what you saw. But it stood up above the truck. Now, my truck was a old Ford F-150, four-wheel drive, 44s on it. Oh. So it sat way up in the air. It mm -hmm. was taller than the truck. It took off. Did you have Yosemite seeing mud flaps on that truck? I did. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Nobody has 44s without them mud flaps. <laughs> Guilty. It took off. Now, granted, back in the back in the eighties, there was a gate fence, an old iron gate fence that surrounded the cemetery. It stepped over the fence. Oh wow. We watched it and disappeared in the graveyard. Well, my brother was crying because I'd done mash the gas. I'm heading towards it and I've slid sideways into the graveyard and I'm trying to get my lights adjusted to where I can see it or where it went. It just disappeared. Couldn't find it. Was it, uh, when you when you saw it, was it, could you see whether it was covered in hair? It was covered in hair. Wasn't I, wearing any clothes, no. anything like that? I could pick out, I couldn't pick out the facial feature, but I could pick out the chrome head. It had a very short, flat, like a flat top head. Very big, very big, muscular. How but, tall do you think it would have been? Because how tall your truck would have been, my gosh. I'm saying it was eight foot, eight foot plus. That's what I'm saying. But to this day, I don't. I, so what's, I want to actually see it up, up, up close. That's so what's the I'm surroundings saying. of the cemetery? Is there, wood, is there a place for it to run off into, or when it went into the cemetery? Now the cemetery is, it's not wide, but it's real long, going yeah. in both directions. And I actually happened to pull into the middle. Of, well, off to the right of it is probably a forty-acre woods. Mm. And it shot into the cemetery instead of going into the woods. But on the other side of the cemetery, there's a 
there's a river. Mm. Now, if it got down onto the riverbank and ran the riverbank, we would have never seen it. Because they are very intelligent from the research that I've done over the years from them. Well, and, and I think somebody, uh, I think on TV, even, I think they saw that, that, that Ohio, because of the amount of rivers and woods, mm -hmm. you can go from Lake Erie to Cincinnati and, and never see. see a single person. If you, if as long as you stuck by the rivers and the woods, so you could traverse the entire state of Ohio and no one would see you. And then throw in the fact cornfields and things like that during you know seasonally. Mm -hmm. Now did now did you hear anything or did you? Or? Yeah, I heard my brother crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the truth. He was actually he had actually gone down underneath the floor well in the fender water where the dashboard is, and he's hunkering down in there. I said, "What are you doing?" And Dan's looking at him, he goes, did you see what I just saw? And I said, I think so, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna say it is, but I know that's what I saw, I know it is. I mean, but I always just, thought I'd be, you know, put into the category as, you're crazy. Well, see, that's when I was about 15 and a half, probably 16, close to that. I had an experience with a dog man, and it was, long story short, I won't retell, because for our listeners who've listened to the podcast, I was out running at night, I was training for a 10K, the Brackers well, Festival. That's the most unbelievable part right. at this point. That he was training. Running. I was a college runner for he was six. But so so there was a there was corn on one side, beans on the other. And I had ran two and a half miles down the road, country road here in, in Crawford County. I was coming back. And it's dark. I mean, there's not a full moon or anything like that. But it's light enough. You could see about 1030 at night. And something... I heard something in the corn on my way back, and so I stopped, like, whoa, what's in there? And whatever was in there, it stopped. It got perfectly still. And I'm thinking, okay, it's probably a deer, you know. So I take off running, and when I took off running, what, what is ever in the corn is about three to four rows in. It kept pace with me, like perfect pace. Like, it didn't get behind me, it didn't get in front of me. It stayed perfect pace with me. Mm. And so several times I stopped, and it would stop. And then I would speed up and go really fast as I could, to try to shake it, and I couldn't. It stay right with me, and I was going to climb a tree, and the, the, the tree had been dehorned, and there wasn't way to get up. And long story short, is that you know I, the the road dead ended in the state route four going north, and there's you know it's summer, there's lake traffic, you know something. I've got to cross this road without getting hit. And as I was crossing the road, and I looked back, what I saw come out of the corn was about six foot tall because the corn was about six foot tall at that time, about six foot tall. And the only, the, the only way I could describe it was it looked just like the Egyptian god Anubis. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like. I mean, exactly. Yeah. And obviously I didn't get a real long look at it because I looked, saw it, and sprinted. And um, from that day forward, you know, I didn't tell people. I mean, I told I people mean, something was I mean, the net, so, like the, so this was like the summer when we were in high yeah. school. And he told us the story the next night, except for the fact, because we're like, well, did you see anything? No, I didn't see anything. Because if but I would have told those they guys, crazy. they would have, they even though we were like all into that stuff, years. they would have ridiculed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, because only part, like, maybe if he had told me on the side, right. I'm like, oh, okay. But there was friends oh, of ours that had been like, right. oh, oh, whatever. We had I, guys that would have just, yeah. they would have roasted me. Kind of like how we ridiculously roast Jerry on tackling Bigfoot. <laughs> no, we roast him a lot. I don't so, know. Okay. Oh, but well, you have no idea. But the point was, when I saw that, 
I didn't tell people for that reason. And you had witness. You had two two witnesses with with you, and you guys. We never talked about it. Did you talk about it, each other? With each other, we did. We actually sent up observation places that we was actually going to, and we had night vision. Oh, you went full military grade. We had it all. Well, I got them from my dad. He was in service, and he brought them home, so I used them. So you were out there trying and to see we if we were trying to see if okay is this what we saw if we were trying to capture it we sat in a silo I took the exact opposite approach and never ran down that road again <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but we should go That's that always way. been me I am going to run towards it I want to see okay did If I you see saw what I saw you want to ran towards it <laughs> I don't know about that Well because I mean but if, keep in mind when I when I saw that there was no frame of reference for me so I didn't look at that and think, ooh, it's a werewolf, okay? Because we grew up with Lon Chaney as the werewolf, where it had the flat face and still had right. the pants on and the shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? A so, debonair sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when I, what I saw, I, I, like I said, the only frame of reference that I had as a, as a high school kid was Egyptian God Anubis. And I sure as hell wasn't going to tell anybody, hey, I saw the Egyptian God in Newby. Well, know. half the guys wouldn't have been out of it. They wouldn't have got it. But, but you got to go look in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, and we'll exactly. See. That's what you'd have done. But there was no there was no internet. There, was, there, there wasn't books out there. And it wasn't until years, I mean, many, many, many years later when I, when I you know, saw the Beast of Bray Road and, and started looking at stuff, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I got one of Linda Godfrey's books who's an expert on the you know, dog man. And I'm reading through it, and this guy's accounting says it looked just like the Egyptian god Anubis. And when I read that in that book, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he saw exactly what I saw. Exactly what I saw. So, so you guys were never able to? Never able to find it again. Or I, I look, We looked for tracks. We, the next day, we was down on the riverbank, scouring the riverbank, because it's muddy next to the riverbank. It always is. Looking for tracks, nothing. Well, here's like the point totally to draw from this, is that... That's why we formed what we formed, and the platform of From the Shadows podcast is a platform that people can say things that they've witnessed and not have to fear from their peers or other people that that they're we're crazy or anything like that. No, if you've experienced it, we have a group of people we're going to take you seriously, and the more people that are involved with our operation. Uh, some people may need some help, so we may have people in our group that can actually help you. Yeah, I think that's why you, you guys, formed what you what you guys formed because you want more answers and you want to help yes, people. And, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's something that would be interesting. Um, we plan on going to Athens because um, when me and my husband were in Athens for our anniversary back in October. We had um, an experience. I believe it was Bigfoot <laughs> or paranormal, but um, I don't know if you guys. What are you guys doing for your anniversary? Going to hang uh, out? Well, I was in Athens, and I'm like, okay, we are going to go to the Moonville Tunnel and hit mm-hmm. these haunted places. So that's what we did. We went to Moonville Tunnel, and you know, went to there and, and, and one of the reasons why I think that about half the population will not take you serious is the name itself bigfoot just sounds cartoonish mm-hmm. i mean if i mean sasquatch sounds you know a little more you know something on the the you know the genome but but i think that that for people to take people serious is you, just, you have to try to say 
you know, if we scientifically try to categorize something, you know, I think it would lend more credibility. Just the name just sounds cartoonish. Now, you talk about going to Athens. Elisa, who is our Bigfoot, I just said that name, <laughs> expert, has actually seen Sasquatch. Um, Heard uh, it. Mm-hmm. She has a friend. We can't give you the location because she's sworn to death that she won't give this up. But she could tell you, you know, we probably won't, because we've already done a podcast on this, we won't go in deep, but she can tell you afterwards that she has a friend who has a farm out in the woods in southern Ohio, and he has Bigfoot on, on his property. He's been actually getting closer to his cabin because he goes out and he has an offering area that we take food out to them all the time. And now they've been getting close. So actually, the other night, he heard them walking on his back deck. I mean, I've seen them. They're not there to do any harm. I kind of have like a special connection with them. But he's noticed that when it's me, when I'm there too, they come out and you, I can hear them walking. Like when I'm talking to them, you can hear them walking in the woods. And Lisa, you want to tell them about that you actually what you saw? I've seen it twice on different occasions. First night, we was coming back from the Mothman Festival, and it was like like trees and bushes. And we turned a corner and. The light hit something, it was like a reddish brown. And my friend looked at me, he's like, what's wrong? Because my face was pale. I'm like, I think I see something, but I don't want to jump to conclusions because a lot of trees, a lot of bushes. So the next day we walked around the corner from his house and what was there wasn't there. You could see what it was. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And then I was taken out, we made breakfast and we had leftovers and the time we had leftovers, I like to go to the offering area and it was just me and when I go out I like to talk to the woods mm-hmm. let them know I'm not there for anything <coughs> and I looked up and I seen this reddish brownish figure step behind a tree I seen its shoulder and its chest it was about eight and a half feet tall mm-hmm. I mean I didn't feel no like it was gonna hurt me it would just let me know hey mm-hmm. I'm here mm-hmm. and I've seen a little one too now, you didn't there. get down and start bawling no. like his brother. No. I was just, we just looked at each other for good and solid. Did you smell minute. anything? No. Huh. But I've She's heard that, to too. Jerry, She's used to Jerry, though. She's used to Jerry. I've so, heard that this too. For all fact, your nervous well, system shut down. When we were at the Hope Furnace place there in Athens, um, my husband um, decided, well, let's hit this trail. So we, we start going up this trail. Now, it was probably about 6 o'clock. It was starting to get dark. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be out long. I don't want to, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. And so we're walking. He's behind me, and he likes to play jokes. <laughs> well, I look, I get ahead of him. I look back, and he's hiding behind a tree. And I'm like, what are you doing? Come on, you know. Well, then I keep walking, and I had the feeling he'd stopped again. So I turn around and look. And I look at him, and he's looking off into this area. And I said, did you see something? I'm like, what do you see? He's like, mm, no, nothing. I'm like, seriously, did you see something? He goes, well, I thought I'd seen these leaves move, something moving in the leaves. And I'm like, huh, all right, whatever. So we continue on, and we get to this rock. It was like a rock. It looked like a cave. It was like a hangover. We go there, and we're looking around, you know, and decide, hey, we're going to go a little further. So we cross a bridge where there was a river, and we come to this spot, and we decide, okay, are we going to go straight, or are we going to turn? And I said, uh, let's let's go this way. We began to take two, three steps to go straight, and then out of nowhere, something from above 
threw something and it hit this tree that was up ahead of us. It was so loud and it like cracked and I seen little pieces just breaking off and go over towards the river. And we both just stopped like, oh my God, like what the hell was that, you know? And he looks at me and I look at him. He goes, let's get the hell out of here. I've had something like that happen yeah. to me this year. And he runs. Day. We went to Sims Creek by my friend's house and there's been Bigfoot seen there. Actually, I heard it. And my friend was doing tree knocks. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting by the bridge where my friend seen one walk across. And all of a sudden we heard this big giant splash in the water. Because we heard frogs all night. And like, yeah. that was not a frog. That was not. So I went across the bridge and I didn't see anything. But I could see where the water was. Where something stepped in and out through. So I was trying to figure out most of the night what made that sound. But we didn't see anything. But then me and my mom heard something. I like it was talking. What happened at, and I'm like, this is getting a little creepy. <laughs> so I can totally see why you guys want to start going and investigating Bigfoot. Because well, this yeah. sounds awesome. even more dangerous. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is, <laughs> no, it's fine. this was like right as soon as we said no, we're going to go spirit. straight. It, that's when it happened. Boom. I like something understood. Did not you, want us going that way. Going that's through. usually it means. Scared us so bad, you guys, that I believe it. we went back to the place, the cottage we were staying at. We were so terrified because we didn't know this could have been paranormal or you something. Know, Sasquatch or well, I kept saying it was Sasquatch. I kept telling him I smelled skunk weed too. That's the common <laughs> thing. With I them. said I, I kept smelling skunk at the Moonville Tunnel, mm -hmm. and this is all by there, the Hope Furnace. Those been all those. sightings in the Moonville Tunnel of, of them. I was smelling there. it there. And yeah, it was just a weird. It scared you so vibe. bad, you want to put us in harm's way and take us down there. <laughs> well, that's what family. Yeah, family so I'm is telling you, the next day we were we debated on going back and see if we could find any footprints. Okay, we were really really scared, but we went back and we were like, okay, there's people here, so we didn't feel as uncomfortable. So we go and we look in, and we still could not find what the cause was that hit that tree. We we don't know. Let's hide another tree or most of our rocks. Didn't find no prints, but my husband being a skeptic, oh, it was probably another tree that fell and hit. I'm like, okay, well, where's the tree at that hit this big tree? I seen that thing shake. When it hit that tree, I seen it. So if you're going to branch out into a whole new area, are you going to keep the name Ghost Sisters? Are you going to come up with a... Well, we're staying Ghost Sisters. That's still Ghost Sisters and Sasquatch Brothers. I think we'll keep it as uh, um, Ghost Sisters, but um, we'll always be investigating. We're going to be way, always just branching off to. Different but the crypto areas. arm of your should be the Squatch. Group. Look, it is hard enough for them Squatch to come up with the name of. Yeah. It's hard enough for them to come up with the name Ghost Sisters. <laughs> I mean, you're, you want another name? Well, we would. Uh, I think we're almost two hours in. Yeah. yeah. So Time we'd love four. to have you back on sometime when you go out and you do some some squatching or some other crypto <laughs> things, and love for you to come back on and tell us what you found. And uh, and if you get if if you guys are in the area and you need some helping hands. There's some people over here that would probably love to, would love to, to. to come and help. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and if you're going to go out looking for Bigfoot or whatever else, I'm sure. We have a guy that says for sure he can tackle Bigfoot. So <laughs> Maybe a little foot, but I don't know about Bigfoot right now. <laughs> I don't know. My money's on Jerry being able to tackle Sasquatch. So, so before we wrap up, give everybody again how to, how to get a hold of you guys, specifically, especially for the, you know, if they have some spirits or something at their house that they want you guys to come and try to help them out with how to 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> and it's all under the Ghost Sisters yes. moniker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And okay. we have a YouTube page. And a YouTube page. Um, that's not very active. Right? We're trying to. Work. We're trying to get yes. it. Well, that is the that's the common theme for people trying to in our infancy stage. Yeah, of trying when to you're our Facebooks like blown up yeah, out of nowhere. Have. So that's our best bet yeah. to find. So if you want to send all your Facebook people over yeah. to come check us out, that'd be great. Sure, we can. Push yeah, we'll you push your link. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Thanks so, again and yes. happy hunting. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yeah. And be safe. Thanks yes. for having Thank us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast godaddysites.com or contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows and tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all Until next time Never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.